I need the rest. <laughs> you need you need the rest. Mate, I'm uh, <laughs> did not play it old. <laughs> Do you remember that? Um, Tim Duncan. Was, was there actually a? He got did not play old. Alright. Anyway. D N P. Old. I reckon it was like 2013 or something. Mm. 2012. Old. And then he played another five years after that. <laughs> Welcome to the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. I'm your host, Nathan Cowan. Well, we Callen. looked at the same time. That's what you've wanted and, for a long time. <laughs> we looked at each other, did we? Yeah, oh, that right. was perfect. I'm your host, Nathan Cowan, <laughs> and this is my co-host, Jack Lynch. I feel like that's what you've wanted for... I've wanted forever. I, I always want that. I want and normally I just try and fuck around with you, but that was perfect <laughs> until I interrupted you because I got we, so excited. We just did a, we just did a, you know. Um, Jack, this is Jack Lynch, my co-host. <laughs> tired as always. Apart from tired, how are you? Fucking Celtics won. The Celtics, he walked in here, JL. What a fucking win, he says. What a fucking, and what a fucking win it was. And Al Horford, who's Daddy Al. still on that... Um, Alton Brand, forty-eight million a year contract. He he played like it today, didn't he? When we did our end of year awards, <laughs> I said he probably won't win it, and I made I said there's a lot of criteria for this award and it changes depending on a lot of things. But I said Brad Stevens has every every right to win executive of the year i was quickly thinking in my mind of what, what award horford, horford could have been would have flipping won. kemba walker for al horford genius that might be the one of the that could go down as the biggest move yeah. this season if boston win it all yep. which is possibility at the moment yeah he um he's not worth 30 million at the moment he is <laughs> he's not worth 30 million but he is a damn good Second big. He's probably the best second big. Is there an is is there a better technical? Because he's technically the backup, he does isn't he? Everything. Or does right, he yeah. start even when Thingo starts? He doesn't. Uh, it's chopped and changed throughout the season, mm. but most of the time he has been starting alongside Rob. He has yeah. as like the power forward. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd still call him the backup big. I like him as a backup center. We play best when he's when Rob's out. He's best as a small ball five. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I would say he's the best second big man option. Let's call it that. In the league and for for a long time, like, you know, yeah. He was playing for the Hawks as probably their second best player, best player potentially, in 2008 when they took the Celtics who won the championship to seven. Yeah. It's now 2022 <laughs> and he's still dominated. He's just one of those players that like... Doesn't age. He's Tim Duncan all over again. Yeah, obviously and he's not as good as Tim. Very Tuesday, smart with everything he does. Is in his game. Is in his bag, and plays you, within himself. Yes, and you might say, oh, well, sometimes the best players need to, you know, quickly find something that's not in their bag. And on one hand, I'd say that makes them the best players. But in another hand, some players who then fail at that, doing things that are not in their bag. Um, it's to their detriment. Whereas Al Horford, within his means, is he just a, gets the job done. He's a really great player. Just gets the job done, and he'll always beat you with his smarts and his means. And he's always had a good run against Giannis. You know, Giannis has gotten better, and Bede's gotten better, but 
Horford has had a good run against both of them. Um, and of course, just put him in the green and he does well. And when... Uh, he loves Boston. His Robert loves Williams, Boston. was it, was it a very late out or just a... Normal? It was announced a few hours before. Yeah. yeah. He was out today with knee soreness. Is it the same knee? Did you look into this? I no, I didn't. Because if it's the same knee, from my understanding... I don't... I'm assuming it's not related given the lack of coverage about it. Yeah, because if it's the same knee, I, and I'm sure many people with, you know, the Google doctor were a bit concerned that Robert Williams came back so quick because that would mean that he came back via the the basically, you know, patch-up route. Mm. Whereas what he the would need... Band-aid technique. Yeah, whereas what he would need, obviously talking surgical, is probably a more extensive surgery that would keep or excessive surgery that would keep him out much longer especially out for the rest of the playoffs but he came back it seemed like he took the quicker route and him being out with knee knee soreness would scare me if i was a celtics fan because you don't want him to always have that basically is the point it's one of those things where i saw it out this morning looked into it didn't find much i was like it must be okay just a bit of soreness and then the game started and since then the last of my worries because <laughs> Al Horford is carrying this team to a championship. <laughs> okay, so... I'm just trying to find it now and can't find anything on it. Anyway, well, let's start on the Celtics then. We were going to start in the West, but let's start on the Celtics, okay? So, um, for everyone that's joining us now, um, last week we did actually record and it was straight after game one or two of, the, of pretty much all the series, but then... Technical difficulties and me being lazy yep. and all that sort of stuff. And Yeesh. it was it was my birthday week. So my <laughs> my birthday was last week. So it was very hard. And anyway, last week's episode didn't get out. So this is the first time where I think we're talking about these round two series. Mm. So we're sort of going to have to do a quick recap of, about the entirety. So it's, Am I getting paid for last week? It's 2-2. Two, it's two, two. Yeah, of course. <laughs> It's 2-2. Two, two. For all series? No. The oh, no, sorry. I got excited. I said that today. I was like, uh, fuck, it's going to be 2 all Yes, all yes, so did I. And then... I messaged my Warriors mate and I said, look, I need the Grizzlies to win just because of my perfectionism. 2-2. Two, two, two. It looked good. Yeah. For uh, a split second there. Yeah. And then Dylan Brooks came along. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the first two games in Boston were split, and now these two games in Milwaukee mm. have been split. We've gotten a bit of a... What are, what are you feeling? There's been away games that are, you know, road games that have been won, so the series has started. Yeah. Um, back on, back on. Back to Boston for game Level five. What are you, how are you feeling going forward about everything? When we're down by 10 in the fourth quarter today, I was like, this is the season done. That was it. 3-1. Um... Given that there's still no timetable on Middleton, um, of course, Coach Bud said it's a possibility for Game 5, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. Two games in Boston, I'm pretty confident now. I still am not putting all my eggs in my basket, and I've still been saying the Bucks all... See, the whole time I've been saying the Bucks, But this is the first time I've actually thought, oh, maybe. Um, still leaning towards the Bucks. Boston just don't have an answer for Giannis. And today, got very lucky in the fact that it was Giannis and no one else. 
Yep. Holiday had one of the worst games of his career. No one else stepped up. If that happens again, then, you know, Boston series for the taking. But in terms of law of, law of averages, I think when both teams are just playing at their, you know, just average, I think the Bucks take it away. So it's just who gets hot. That's what it comes down to. Who defends better? Who shoots better from three? Who gets to the line more? The thing about the Bucks is that it's very much that. It's, you know, if you're going to really lock up Giannis, they're gonna, the threes are going to be there. The yeah. other players are going to be there. And if they miss mm. or if they don't play well, then you're going to beat them. Yeah. Um, normally, Chris Middleton helps with that sort of equation. But so what would you feel if the Bucks win game five at the TD Garden? <laughs> Fucking shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, would, would you think it's done? Would well, I thought think- it was done today when we're down. But, I mean, there's always a chance, but I think it's hard to beat this Bucks tw- team twice in a row. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. Giannis, in the last three years, we've seen him respond to losses probably better than anyone else has in the league. Um, doesn't lose two games in a row very often. So, possible, but Giannis is just, he's just different. <laughs> like, it's unfair what he's able to do on the court. Just gets his way, gets to the rim, and you just hope for the best. So is game five a swing game? Sorry, I guess I'm sort of alluding to. Is it whoever win, wins game five? Winner, take, winner takes a series. I'm calling it there. Yeah. Winner takes winner a takes series of game five. Okay. Um, what else? Let's talk about some players. Obviously, Giannis is doing his thing mm-hmm. with all the wall being stood up. Jalen Brown had the worst game of his life in game one. He's he came back in game two. Game two was fantastic. Yeah, twenty five in the first half. Yeah, what has just been? So you're solid again in game three. So that was a bit quiet. Um, he's the perfect second option on this team. Yeah. Um, his facilitating game has gotten a lot better. Um, he takes over periods. He's not like a. Obviously, Tatum, for example, can take over a game. But, you know, your best players typically have a four-quarter performance and just sort of keep getting the job done and get hot when they need to get hot. Whereas Brown does it in, like, you know, a five-minute block each quarter. It's just like, that's his time. He goes for it and then defers again, which works really well when Tatum's on the bench. Yeah. When it's, you know, Brown's time to shine, he steps up. So, I don't know, the Boston fan base, I feel like it's got complete faith in him to step up when the time's right. How do you feel about Grant Williams this uh, fucking series? fucking unbelievable. <laughs> the first game, it was like, I don't know if this guy can play. He's fucking unbelievable. But then, uh, since then, I think his body is perfect for the series. His, they, his size, his... Um, there was some tweet, I don't know who it was. Fuck. Was it, a, was it a graphic that ESPN showed or something? I don't know. And it was points for Boston's big three. And they're putting Grant Williams <laughs> in Boston's big three. I'm like, that's how good he's been. Grant, well, I feel so sorry for Grant Williams. He is okay. defending Giannis like... Arguably as well as I've ever seen anyone defend Giannis. Yeah. And he is getting the harshest whistle of all time. Yeah. This is going to come up eventually. I've got to bring it up. This referee in this series is (laughs) fucked for both teams. Yeah. Game three was the perfect example. And like you go on any social media and it is like a salt mine in there. Yeah. Because the Celtics got the heavy whistle in in game three. We shot 17 straight free throws at one point. And a lot of them were there. But to shoot 17, like that doesn't happen. That's obviously, to an extent, a poorly ref period of time in a game. Yep. So Milwaukee fans are furious that that's happening. 
But then Boston fans, on the other hand, are furious at the things that aren't getting called. Yeah. The Giannis pushes, the Giannis mm. taking the elbows to the head. There's been multiple elbows to the head this season, this series that aren't getting called in Boston's favour. Yeah. The push-offs, the, you know. And if they were getting called, Giannis is playing less minutes because he's in foul trouble. So both teams are just fucking filthy and furious at each other. Yeah. It's just, this is like the most toxic playoff series I've seen. And I saw the best tweet and it was like, playing the Milwaukee Bucks feels like you're getting gaslit. <laughs> <laughs> like I go online and just everything is just, I get so angry. And I'm like, there's something wrong with the, I was saying it before the show, there's something wrong with the officiating at the moment in the NBA. It's fun. It just feels like, I know all sports have a bit of this, but it just feels like we've just got all the same refs. There's not like a system of like, like, why not try a new system? Let's try a system where you are bad. <laughs> Let's try someone new. The how bad can a referee be? How bad can a re- It's not a player. How bad can a referee's Did you see what Ime Udoka said? Um, it was Bleacher Report came out with the article, which <laughs> you don't really put much <laughs> faith in Bleacher Report. But they quoted Ime saying, the referees let him know that unless someone falls over, they're not calling an offensive foul. Yes. And that's fucked. And yeah. I've, I've had this gripe, I think I've said this on the pod before, but if a player takes it square in the chest and steps backwards and stays yeah, on the yeah, feet, yeah, yeah, they yeah. never call a charge. Yeah. So you, you wait, put your weight on your heels, take the contact, lean back, get called a charge, which is stupid. The contact's the exact same, the that's force right. is the exact same. That's right. So now Marcus Smart's doing it to Giannis. And normally, you know, when someone backs you down, you wait for the third bump and then you go, so mm. Marcus does it on the first and gets called an offensive foul. And everyone's saying it's a flop. It's like, what do you want players to do when they're not getting a whistle? Yeah. You've got to adapt. Much like offensive players, you know, do the lean-in when they're not getting a whistle. Yeah. And it, the whole the whole referee needs to be overlooked, like looked at and see what they can fix. And how good were the first three weeks of the season when they yeah. gave defenders a chance? Yeah, yeah. And we, we both said it. It's not going to last. Yeah. And it's gone straight. It didn't last at all. Yep. Like a man in bed. Yep. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so the officiating's just all over the place. Like, you're talking about, like, some elbows and that not getting called. And then we look over to, like, today's series. I mean, every series, but today's series between the Warriors and the Grizzlies. And the whole... Do you think that Dylan Brooks should have been suspended for that? Yeah, 100%. I don't think so. I don't even think it was a flagrant too. Mm. You wound up and hit him in the head. Yeah, I know, but I okay. Well, it was a meter off the ball. Let's meet halfway. No suspension. The suspension no. is because he broke his arm because of landing. No, I think that was a fair suspension. No. There's no. chase down blocks, and then there's that, and that is completely reckless. I don't think it was like I don't think he had the intention of hurting him. Yeah. But you've got a duty of care as an offender. I know that but you can't just throw your body at someone midair. But like, you- if it was a push midair, you would. You know, it's the same thing. He knew he wasn't going to get that ball. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But, okay. But How much do players hate if Dylan Brooks is standing there and used two hands to push him? Everyone be like, that's a suspension no matter what. But can you just, like, level with me and say that if he didn't break his arm, then it wouldn't have been a suspension? You know it and, wouldn't have And been. I think that's what's wrong with the league at the moment. Nah. No, I'm saying that it should... I think that should be a suspension no matter what. Nah. <laughs> but I, don't, I agree with you. I don't think he would have got suspended if it wasn't for the yeah. injury. But I just think anyway, I think all... And there's a lot... Everything's getting... I mean, I don't want to quote Chuck, but 
Everything is getting checked for a flagrant foul mm. now. Absolutely everything. And I'll bring up, of course, the sixes. Did you see Joel's um, hit on Jimmy Butler? They call, got called for a flagrant no. one. He's just going to block it. It's just going for a block. The arm comes down, hits Jimmy on the face. Flagrant one. Did you see Al Horford got their checked one and they didn't pay it today, luckily. But he dunked on Giannis. And then mm. as he brought his arm down, Al him in the face. Giannis lays on yes, the floor. Yes, yes. That's right. When they, they lay on the floor waiting. For, and that's, like, that's, if I hold my head, I know you're going to check it. That's partly what I'm talking about. Like Things like, a, 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 you know, yeah. you're trying to block. Or even, for example, the whole the whole offensive foul. Like Even the thing that injured Joel. I would go as far as saying a lot of these offensive fouls that come from an elbow, what can, no, not Siakam in particular, but a lot of the time, rebounding. Incidental. You know, try it's incidental. Yeah. And I just think everything's getting checked for a flagrant. The suspension is a nice little bow on everything. Whatever. I think that the um, what Jordan Poole did in theory is worse to Jar, is worse than what Dylan Brooks did. The, it, 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 the Jordan Poole one's odd because that's not. People are very split on that. Yeah, and because it, it doesn't, it's not. It doesn't look like a lot. But why? Is, why did he do it? Like my, no one the ball. My, that's yeah, that's P- right. People are like, oh, he was reaching the ball. And went, my only question is why did he of, do it? He goes and just grabs yeah. his knee and pulls it. I don't actually think that's what Jar got injured by. I reckon Jar's injury actually. I saw a clip came earlier and he sort of. Um, Landed on it awkwardly. Mm. Anyway, whatever. But the point is, I reckon that is more deserving of a suspension. He still did it, as you're saying. It, it's weird, but like at the end of the day, soft or not, he actually just grabbed his knee, pulled it sideways. Um, that's that's something that's not a basketball play. A lot of these other ones, I don't know, because. I think, you know, you're trying to protect players, you yeah. know, protect the head, all this sort of stuff. But these things are never going to stop. Going for a block, the rebound... Incidental ones just need to be... They're never, ever yeah. going to stop. They're never going to stop. Why are we giving out flagrant fouls? A flagrant foul to me means you really shouldn't have done that. It's not part of basketball. Deemed, deemed unnecessary is what they always call Right? It. It's not part of basketball. It's unnecessary. They're never going to stop. These players are never going to stop. Who was it? Um... Was it uh, Xavier Tillman? Mm. Elbow Draymond in the head, going for a loose ball. Yep. And they reviewed it. Yep. And they didn't call it anything. But it's like, they spent five minutes looking at it. Yeah. And all it was, he was lunging for a ball and put his arm back because that's how you run. Yeah. It's, I just don't know what to say. Like, it's really at a bad place at the moment. And I think the 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 old precedentness of it, I know precedentness is not a word, comes also with these old refs. As I said before, I just think maybe we should start cycling a few things or, you know, a new sort of system about, yeah, I don't know. You know, in cricket, how they have a third umpire. Yes. And it's an official umpire that sits behind the monitor. I don't know why the NBA has these crew chiefs and they all look at the video, then the chief looks at it, (laughs) they come together and and they go, oh, I'm not sure, let's look at it again. What the fuck do they say to each other when they come together? Like, how much camera you, time can we get? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys? What do you think of that? What do you think of that? They just need someone, especially because the ref's ego is a part of it as well. It mm. should be a ref that's not on the court that hasn't made the call. Yeah, that just looks at it before they even come to the monitor. That's right. Yeah. And the decision should be made right then and there. Yeah. There's so many easy fixes. Yeah. But the NBA, 
they can get ads in them in for a review. So yeah. they're not going to change oh, it. Jeez. Anyway, all right. Well, let's get on to that series. Let's uh, go over to the West. Today, the Golden State Warriors went up 3-1 against the Grizzlies. Last game, the Grizzlies couldn't, they weren't, they couldn't get a sniff in, um, in San Francisco. Jar was the only thing keeping them in it. Jar yep. was out this game. Grizzlies were leading it all game. And then the, the better Warriors players, the, shot fucking terribly. The, the, the better whole players game. won today in the end. But my God, Dylan Brooks shot them out of the game. Yeah. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. I didn't have a great shooting night. But like, I didn't think he put up bad shots. Yeah. Whereas Dylan Brooks just... But overall, it was a very oh. Memphis without Jar. What game. did we say early on? Memphis are going to struggle because they are so young. Yeah. And the last possession when um, that's right, Jaron Jackson Jr. put up that three, which I haven't seen a replay of it. Saw a lot of people saying that, that was actually a foul, and I still haven't seen it. So no. I might have to sort of retract all this. But even if it was a foul, that was a stupid shot to take with yeah. Draymond on you. Yeah. That was hero ball completely. And it's like, it's Wait, not the right the, time. The three or the back down? The three where he got blocked. Like the last, yeah, yeah, the last one got hurrah. Blocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how was Curry's flop as well to get yeah. there? Like, this is the problem. <laughs> and there, I feel like there needs to be coaches' challenges, but there needs to be flopping challenges as well. Yeah. Like if a player embellishes contact that much, like jumps completely sideways to get a rebound, yeah. which ends up winning a playoff game, like that could that mm. could have decided the Warriors... And the um the Grizzly series because Desmond Bain got the put back, ended up putting him up three, but that was taken off and then it was a four point swing. Yeah. Warriors won the game because of that. And it's like this is killing teams. Yeah. Anyway, that game in one way when it finished, I'm like, Oh, that was actually always gonna happen. It felt like that. It, it felt, felt like it's that all game. The Grizzlies were like they were just holding on. They were holding on. They were hot, but they kept trading baskets. You know, the Warriors would come and then the Grizzlies would extend it back out to six or seven or something like that. But something was feeling like when it comes down to it, the Warriors have the veterans. This is going to be a veterans you win. Knew they weren't going to keep shooting 10% from three or whatever it was. And that's exact. And unfortunately, how devastating is it play, trying to play the foul game with like Steph Curry or Damian Lillard? I said that today as well. And like, normally I don't <laughs> mind a quick two, but... When you've got <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, yeah. Jordan Poole on the court, and you're down, well, they're down five or four at this yeah, point, or whatever it was. Whatever. The, and the they're going game. for a quick two. Yeah. And then foul straight away. And I'm like, you've just lost six seconds. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's only one way you get back into this, That's and it's shooting worst. threes. That's the worst. I felt sorry for the Grizzlies because I'm just like, you're just going to have But you've got to be fails. smarter than that. You can't just be like, oh, well, there's a 92% chance that Steph yeah, hits both yeah. of these. Yeah. That's it. We'll, we'll take the risk. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> anyway, so the Warriors have now gone up 3-1 going back to Memphis. Yeah. I'm not sure of Jar's status, but I would say this is going to be too much for Memphis. And for the, I, I really think this is a good matchup for Memphis, but just things are just going the way of... You can tell the basketball IQ. That's the biggest yeah. difference. Isn't that what we said? We've said that from the outset. They just aren't smart enough to win basketball yet. Yeah. And this happens with every every young team. Yeah. You have to lose a few to win a few. And they've just got enough, apart from, as you said, IQ and veteran um, pro- prowess. Is it prowess? Prowess. Prowess. I'll, 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 I'll pay that. Yeah, veteran prowess. Um, apart from those two things, Steph. Mm. They've, they've just got enough also. They've just got too much like good talent as well. Yeah. 
Like if Jordan Poole and Steph go crazy. Um, it's hard to stop. Yeah. So it could be done in five next game. But anyway, so that's Memphis against Golden State. The only series that's up to 3-1. Let's stay in the West. Phoenix and the Mavs. No one's won a road game, so the series hasn't begun. Three-game series. It's a uh, it's two-two. The first two games, um, the Suns, especially in game two, the Suns really went at Luca. What was your pick and roll stat? It was something like they went at him in a pick and roll as the pick and roll while he was the the screen. Prime, yep. His man screened. Yeah, and it was something like fifty-four times during the game. And I think they scored one point four points per possession on that. Yeah, which is like comfortably the best offense in NBA history. And he's slowly progressed as a defender. Oh, definitely. He's always going to be limited. He's got a stocky body, right? He's got a stocky, but it's not a PJ Tucker body. He's got a stocky body. He's always going to be limited. Doesn't have quick feet. Right. He's got a quick first step when he's in, in charge of the ball and can use fakes. But in terms of reacting to someone and yeah. then relying purely on speed, he doesn't have that. Yeah. So he's slowly improving on defense. But, I mean, even if you got... Uh, I was going to say the best defenders. Even if you go at, you know, if you find a play that's perfect to exploit a certain, even the best defenders, I will say, um, it's very rare that, you know, if you just keep going and going and going at the same play that they don't like, that they're going to end, that defender is going to end up looking good. Yeah. Any any player is going to look shit. They're going to have a, a good um, couple of tens of points scored on them if you keep running their... Least favorite play on them. Rudy Gobert is probably the best defender of this generation. Him and Draymond, Kawhi. Yeah. But the Clippers made him look like a terrible defender yeah, last year. That's it. So you can make anyone look bad if you exploit the rest of the team and you know pin it on one guy. Yeah. So that's what they were doing. The Suns in the first series, uh, the first series, in the Phoenix series. Yeah. And now we go back to Dallas mm-hmm. and just Dorian Finney-Smith, man, hitting threes. Dorian Finney-Smith. They gave him a lot of money. Um, Four years, 80 mil? Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. But Underpaying him. Underpaying him. Underpaying him. Yeah, so he is really good. They still don't have Tim Hardaway Jr., which I didn't know. And I didn't sort of keep track of that. Imagine if they had Tim Hardaway mm. Jr. Man, this Mavs team, if, if they get through Phoenix, they match up pretty well against Golden State. Yeah. It could be a Sixers-Mavs finals. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but so Dorian Finney-Smith um, and Luca, did you see the CP3 stuff with the Mavs fans? I haven't seen like Every video was the just the bench, but I didn't actually see what happened. I, I don't think I've seen it either. I don't know if there is a clip, yeah. but there might be. But um, from what I understand, this kid or he, someone... He looked like 18. Yeah, yeah. someone yeah. actually hugged CP3's mum or something like that. Or put, like put his hands on her. That's all touched saw, yeah. her or something like that. Not in a sexual way, in a like a I don't even know. But it's not good. And CP3 is like full yelling yeah. at him, and he's like a kid, and it's like what the fuck is going on? That's a strange one. Like, can CP3 go back in the you know back onto the microphone in the press conference and be like, oh, that guy can see me outside. He was yelling <laughs> at me. He's yelling at him. I'll see you outside. He's like a kid. It's, it's odd. Yeah. Anyway, so CP3 was rattled. He had five points fouled out in game four mm-hmm. in Dallas. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but this is not the, 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 the ceiling of NBA talent, this Phoenix Suns team. I know Dallas are very good, but you can't tell me that a full strength, 
like I'll just go back to clippers. You're always going back to the clippers. A full strength clippers side or a full strength, let's go. I don't like Milwaukee that much in terms of their ceiling. Let's go Lakers bubble, all right? Because that was before they made stupid decisions. But the the guys are still there, LeBron yeah. and AD. LeBron and AD, without being idiots, you can't tell me that they're doing what Phoenix are doing. Like nearly, you know, a series was almost made out of the... Um, they're one and six against Pelicans. And now it's a three-game series against the Mavs. Yeah. Come on. I don't think they're far and away the best team in the league. No. They played very good regular season basketball, but they're struggling. Like, Luca is... Loving the matchup against Bridges at the moment because he's just backing him down. Far and away the best player in the series? Yes, far and away. And that's the, that's sort of the point of what I'm trying to say. Luke has been with that. unbelievable. Yep. He's, he's, yeah. I don't know, whatever. People, I've been copying it from all, all, um, everywhere, even on the Bronx Cheer football on the, show. On the talk. <laughs> even on the, everywhere because I've been saying in, you know, different sports and stuff that I, I really just wish... I would like to see the top talent there at the end. You know, I say it in all sports. And we sort of don't have that, you know, with the Suns. Mm. Anyway, sorry, I won't keep going on. But the Suns, wh- let's go from here. So what do you think is going to happen from here? We're going back to Phoenix. You need to keep putting Luca in the pick and roll. Yep. That's number one. Number two is you've got to double early, get the ball out of his hands. Let the others beat you. The, good, the thing that Luca is very good at is when he gets doubled, obviously he's an elite passer, so he doesn't turn it over all that often. And he just goes and sits down in the post. <laughs> Whereas someone like James Harden back in the day, one of his biggest criticisms, and Westbrook as well, was they pass it off, they wait. Yeah. Whereas Luca's like, all right, I'll go in the post. The guy who's got guarding me weighs 40 pounds less. I'm three inches taller. I'll just sit in the post, get giving the ball back. Yeah. So... And that's what, you know, Bridges has been struggling is with, you know, dealing with Luca backing him down. So you just got to double him and that's it. I, you know, Phoenix are a very good team, especially defensively. And they rotate so well because they can all switch. If you're playing a three on four basketball because you've doubled Luca, and you're trying to make, you know, I mean, Jalen Brunson's been playing very well. So is Dorian Finney-Smith, but... I think that's your best bet. Make them beat you. Yeah. I think that Devin Booker would have to be turned into... Can I even say 1B? 1B to Luca in this series. Because he's not 1B. Mm. Anywhere near it. Devin Booker. Um, 1B to Luca in this series for the Phoenix, for the Suns to comfortably win this series. So I think it needs to be Chris Paul that wins it. I think Chris Paul is their most No, but I think player. Chris Paul is... So, if Luca's one, or... Yeah, yeah, one. I think Chris Paul is clearly two, for me, at least. I so, think, you need, you, you're thinking you need Booker to step up? Uh, yes. I need now Booker to jump up defensively and offensively, because he's a bit... What is he on defense? A bit sort of... Um, Turnstile-y. A little bit <laughs> turnstile He's a bit... Yeah, he's a bit paper thin. Um... I need Booker to go crazy. I need I need the best Booker we can get to be one beat in the series to Luca. CP3 is going to come back angry, and then they can really put the foot down as you know we are the best. We are the sixty four win Suns. I think as well, Crowder needs to take Luca. Oh, Crowder, the guy who passed Anthony Davis in playoff <laughs> points. 
Fuck you, um, fucking Data Davis. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think Crowder, Luca was Luca's got him for pace. Yeah, but I liked Phoenix's defense enough where if he gets past the first man, they can meet him. In, you know, the free throw line, they're good enough to switch onto him like that. But it's the backing down, getting into the paint is what's killing them at the moment. Crowder, you know, much bulkier than Bridges is, nowhere near as quick, but. I think that's a better option to stop so slowing him down. Yep. All right. Well, so from here, we didn't even do predictions, but from here, what are you seeing? Is there is a sw- swing game five? Suns in seven. Okay. Yeah, they've shown us all year that they are the better team. Yep. But that's what we love about NBA basketball. The best player can take over a series. Yep. I'm still going Suns in seven, but it's up. It's it's on Luca. It's who knows. For me, it's a very fifty-fifty at this point. Something's like like gnawing at me to say Mavs in seven. It goes back to Phoenix mm. after these two, and then Luca just you know goes nuts. Maybe doesn't even go on the bench type thing. Anyway, but yeah, probably Suns. Um, did we do prediction? Oh, we did. Warriors probably going to take it out. All right, the last series that we're going to talk about. I didn't mean to want. I didn't mean to make it a yeah, last series course, to talk about. Not. Anyway, so last last week's episode didn't. We're not putting that up of us chatting. But basically, after the Toronto series, it was like, geez, you know, we're, we're, we're looking all right. And then the news broke. Joel's eye broken. And me being a diehard Philly sports fan, I was like, okay, um, you know, he'll put the mask on for game two. But some of the reports... Some of the reports about he, you know, so normally Danny Green was saying on his podcast that normally the guys, when they get on the plane or whatever, they play cards. Joel plays cards, you know, they sit there. Joel got on the plane after that game six in Toronto. Towel over his head was just sitting there just looking like dead and was trying to avoid the lights and stuff like that. He was truly concussed. And um, that was... That was that made me so sad. <laughs> made me quite happy. That made me so sad. <laughs> I liked man. knowing you'd be miserable. Especially when I didn't hear from you. And um, and then oh, you know what? The, I, I said this to you last week after game one, and I'm because yeah, because we're not showing that. It, yeah, those first two games that the Miami Heat without one, the the Miami Heat won without Joel Embiid playing. They didn't look that flash. Mm. And they truly, to me, I came out and said that when everyone's healthy, the Heat, to me, look like the fourth best team left in the East. Fake one seed. Uh, We've said it all season. That's right. And look what happens. Joel comes back on fucking one eye and one thumb. And, Convincing as well. And, and, he's, and, and he's, you know, he's, his presence is what's making the difference. Bam's done nothing. Yes. His presence is what's making the difference. He hasn't even had one of his normal games yet. Yeah. Um, and look what happens in these two games in Philly. James Harden, he's back. James Harden had his first like, uh, what what are you going to call statement it? statement like, game? Statement game, but a lot of it is just when the threes go in. If the threes going in, we might win the championship. To be quite That's honest, with James he, he does. He still doesn't have the speed to take people off the dribble, but no. his step back three is still unguardable. Yeah, and if it's on, it's on. Can't underrate how good of a playmaker he is. He is truly an unbelievable playmaker. But in general, I just can't believe this Miami team. How did they get the one seed? 
What, what, what did Good anyone? Basketball. Did anyone? Was anyone sort of paying attention? They're not even playing Duncan Robinson, and they can't hit a three to save their he own hit life. Seven threes in game one of the first round series and hasn't played again. Why? Anyway, why? I don't know. I'd be chucking. I reckon we might see him game five in Miami because they can't hit a three to well, save their life. I said this a while ago. Three point specialists are dying in the NBA. You cannot be a specialist of one thing anymore. Yep. There used to be rebounding specialists. Reggie Bullock. No, uh, Reggie. Fuck, what's his name? This is going to kill me. Not Reggie Bullock. No, he still plays. Reggie. No, no not Reggie Miller. <laughs> fuck. How am I forgetting this bloke's name? Reggie. Reggie Evans. Reggie Evans. Come in there, 10 rebounds in three minutes, and he would just get you extra possessions. Sounds like Zebo. Okay. Zebo could play basketball though. Yeah, I know. But now, <laughs> a three point, everyone can shoot the three now. Yeah. So have someone that all they do is shoot threes. It's so easy to defend. And you just go at them on offense. I just think with how shit their offense looks, Miami, I just think they need a bit more offense because they got a lot of defense. Um, anyway, but we might not see him. But Doc has actually coached this series surprisingly mm. well. Tobias Harris, when Embiid was out at least, was pretty great. Um, but anyway, pretty great. Does that mean good? <laughs> good. <laughs> um, before the before it was Embiid came back for Game Three, I I went into a place of you know hearing that he couldn't even look at his phone, all this sort of stuff. I went into a place that I rarely ever go to. I was like, you know what? Don't don't, don't no no no. I was like, don't bring him back. That sounds terrible. That sounds fucked. Like. I couldn't imagine that, like what he, what they were describing. Have you ever been concussed? Once. I have not. Was it fucked? Everything went green and I vomited. <laughs> That's all I remember. So. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why you chose the Celtics? <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, well, anyway. Too much, I love them. Hearing these things, I um, was so sad for Joel. And then when he fucking came back for that game three... I, and then when Bam accidentally got him in the face mm. late in the game, I actually got a bit emotional. And I've said... Hard on the sleeve type stuff I've from said Napier. many times that Stephen Curry is my favourite player, like currently and ever. Nah. No, he's not. It's Joel. It's always been Joel. You... Joel, Joel, he should not be back, man. He should, he's got a broken eye and a torn ligament in his thumb. And this man is putting this city on his back. He wants to play for Philadelphia for the whole of his career. And even if he does, and when he does leave because of circumstances, when we get back to shit, happens to every team, I will say, that's okay. Go and chase a ring. You'll, you'll already have a ring. <laughs> Let's be honest. But, man, him coming back for game three, man, that was that got me in the heart. I was you know like... What? When they... We haven't actually mentioned this yet. Jokic officially MVP. Yeah. Well, when they... When they announced that, which they did, <laughs> and they he hasn't been presented a trophy yet. Yeah, but Joel fifty piece incoming. Well, it's probably the perfect timing. Yeah, perfect. Philly timing. fans are loving this. Maybe they. What do you reckon? Darren Morey found a way to get Woj or someone to leak it. They leaked it. At, it was like five thirty a.m. Yeah, our time, Pacific time. Oh, their time. Yeah, it was late last night. Or was like this morning. Yeah. It was late last night our time. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Perfect timing because we play the heating in Miami. Yeah. All right. So that's just a whole bunch of me saying that I still just think the universe doesn't like me a lot and the universe doesn't like Philly. 
So say Miami, so Philly might win because so your predictions are always wrong. I just think that 92% chance when you go two up, I just don't know if the odds are going to... I don't think we've got an 8%. We're going to prevail with the 8% chance. It's hard to win two games in Miami. That's right. However, I do think we can. We're better than them. I'm sorry, but we are, and I'm not just being biased. I'm, I'm Miami are the fourth best team. You know, we might not be better than you or Bo- uh, Milwaukee, but we're better than them, man. This, this shit. Jimmy dropped forty points, man. Kyle Lowry is struggling. Yes, he shouldn't be playing. Him playing is helping us because yeah. he's playing on one hamstring, doing shit. <laughs> with- better, than, better than Gabe Vincent being out there. What? Right the <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of words that I've just blurted out. But the point is, I'm scared because I think all this happiness is just going to be met with the universe again in Miami. The Philly curse. But man, we deserve to be in that conference finals this time. This time we do. Second round and bead. I, I, I said to my, there. my Miami mate, we had some heated fights. One heated fight. But I said to him, and can you agree... The Bucks or the Celtics, even currently as constructed, both teams, more so Milwaukee without Middleton, would laugh in the face of Miami. I'm not stressed at Miami at all. If we beat Milwaukee, I'm thinking, who will win the finals? Jimmy Butler, that's right. Jimmy Butler just dropped 40 points and we still, you know, comfortably beat them. You know, we still were never worried. Mm. That's what, what else have they got? My, you know, Lowry, even, even if he was healthy, he's not his old self. Um, but he's not healthy. He's not even close. Fuck Miami, man. If they fucking, if we fuck this up, <sighs> which you will, because of I the, think Miami's getting through because of the fucking injury. But anyway, low key, and just we haven't even sort of said it yet, but could be six of Celtics conference finals. Oh, that was sort of brewing before this round came up, and then I I didn't say it because we went down o two, but now. Could be six of Celtics. We've got two, three game series coming up. So uh, your manager Steph's not listening. So what are you doing? You're taking those days off? Flying to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Flying to Boston. Um mate. Anyway, the Sixers, man, they're so much better than the Heat. Which is which is funny. What are the Heat gonna do? I don't know. I feel like they're in obviously they're still one of the best teams in NBA. But I kinda do feel like they're in no man's land. Yeah. We've got a lot of money on a lot of age. Yeah. A lot of money, a lot of age. I don't know. Bam. I Bam think I still th- I've still got up. that gut feeling though that Miami's going to get through. I uh, don't know why. But only because they've got the two games on, on their belt. Mm, home, the home court advantage. 100,000% Philly would have gotten at least one of those games in Miami. If Joel was healthy from the start, I think Philly gets through. Yeah, 100%. Anyway, so that's very, very sad for me. But I just wanted to say that, man, I... When Bam actually got Joel on the face and Joel went down holding his face, I got emotional because I was like, man, I love this guy. This guy's... That's how I felt when Al was doing... When he had 16 points in the fourth. I was like, I've missed you, daddy. <laughs> I've missed you so much. You handsome Dominican man. It's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, playoff basketball. Jesus. We're, we're right in the thick of it. So you've got Miami. I've got Miami. Yeah. I just have that gut feeling. What's happening game six? I think Miami in seven. Yeah, they're I, not going to win in Philly, Miami. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to say a prediction because I'm trying to get the universe. Boston in seven. Now nah, Boston in six. 
<laughs> you just the Milwaukee before. Yeah, Boston in six. Yeah, fuck. It's happening. Who's the best team in the NBA right now? Is it still Phoenix? That one's a tricky one. Without Middleton. That one is a fucking tricky one. I just thought that right now. Who's the who's the best team in the NBA right now? I reckon it's a tie between Boston and Brooklyn, uh, Boston and Milwaukee. Boston. Honestly, right now, mm. I think they are playing the best basketball of any two teams. I see. I think Milwaukee. Nah. In, see, then you'd have to get up into matchups. I reckon. Oh, Phoenix and Boston would be an unbelievable series. Golden State doesn't scare me. Mm. Phoenix, I think we match up well with them. Yeah. Just Giannis, man. <laughs> Just Giannis. Giannis. <laughs> this is what I talk about, the top-end talent. Anyway, who would you have from here is another question to win it all. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Mm. Milwaukee's the one for me that's still... And this is a lot of PTSD coming through as well. <laughs> I've seen what Giannis can do. I see what Chris Middleton could do. He comes back. Mm. I don't see anyone beating them. Yeah. Except Boston. That's hard, man. How likely are the Mavs? I'm just throwing out the They're a chance to get to the finals. Yeah. Serious, aren't they? Yeah. I like them against Golden State more than I do against Phoenix. Yeah. The Mavs are a serious chance to get to the finals. I think the reason why it's either Boston or Milwaukee for me is I think Boston's the only team left that can defend Giannis. Mm. I think without Middleton, this sounds funny, but without Middleton, I think Miami would be all right. Yeah, Bam will do a good job. But they don't have, you need secondary defenders. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They've got a lot of those types of guys. But like, I think the best two defenders, Giannis at the moment in the whole league probably, are Al and Grant Williams. Yeah. He's perfectly made for it. It's what semi Ojale was meant to be. Mm. <laughs> Where's he now? Utah. No. Yeah, I think he's Utah. Utah? Who, who knows? Who he play for? We still haven't played that. He should be out of the league. <laughs> he should be out of the league. That's who he should... Uh, he just... You know what I loved? The Boston media, you know, as part of the media, you meant to hype people up from your team. That's mm. just how it goes. But the thing they would always do with Sammy is like, oh, after the game, man, they were, they were playing <laughs> and we could just hear the weights going and he was throwing <laughs> medicine balls around and it's like... Because you didn't get on the fucking court. <laughs> you had to do a full full workout because you didn't do anything. That's like, um, I'm sure that uh, Drew Hanlon, our old mate, is probably having the worst day of his life. Man, he was going crazy. His Twitter was unbearable. On the jo- Yes, on the Joel The stats um, he was pulling. yeah. But then hating on advanced stats, but then making up absolute rubbish. <laughs> like the stats he was saying mm. for Joel... Just completely cherry It was very funny. Can I just say though, and I'm sorry, I just I just have to, that while Jokic might have deserved it, right at this moment, right now, it's ha- like him getting that award while Embiid's doing what he's doing, come back with the eye, with the thumb. Sixes are unbelievably better with him. It's it 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 was a bit of like a ah. Uh, no, no matter, it's a, it's no a matter who, award. apart yeah. from if you're a Denver fan, like even you who's anti-Philly and pro-Jokic, even you've got to admit when Jokic got awarded that today, you're like, oh yeah, fuck Philly, fucking beat. But you're sort of like... I just feel bad for him, for Jokic. Em- 
Oh, what? In, in terms of like... Not, not like the criticism of him, but like everyone knows Denver would still be in it now if they were healthy. Yeah. And he's had one of the best, like, best seasons ever in terms of what an individual can do. And he's done everything he could to get pants in the first round. Mm. And it's like, I just feel bad for him. Like the way that you look at Embiid thinking like, man, he deserves a championship. Look how much he's, he's fighting. Mm. Jokic did that every single night as well. Yeah. And he deserves it just as like, they worked so hard, the two of them. And one of one of them's team fell apart. And yeah, the other ones didn't. I just think that because it, what I was trying to say was I think because him Embiid is still in. Yeah. Like the, it came at it came at a perfect time for us coming into Game Five, the news. But it's just like fuck that shit. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Like, Jesus. Like this guy's literally playing with a broken eye and a fucking torn ligament in his thumb. They need a fix when they announce these awards. Like it's just yeah. they had the awards show at the end of the, they've obviously scrapped that was that. the worst thing ever. Yeah, it was after the, the playoffs. Yeah, so stupid. Waited too long. Yeah, I don't know. It should be in the first round. Announce them all because MVP is always gonna be playing in the first round. Do it in front of their home court. Maybe they should do it like literally. You know, there's ah, oh, what they got the planes now. I was gonna say, you know, there's normally like a four day gap before game two of the MVP's first round. Yeah, that's when they should announce it. Okay. Anyway, that's it for this week. Now um, one more thing. Um, Coach of the year, they announced it. Yeah, whatever. But Monty Williams, as we knew, probably didn't deserve it. Tyler Hero, we knew we knew what they could do. Yeah. But what did we say during the pod? Is it? It's always the coach that deserves it last year. Mm. So if you're a betting person, get on Taylor Jenkins for <laughs> 2023 Coach of the Year because get I, on him. You can guarantee it. There's JL's uh, gambling advice for gambler. Responsibly. Don't, I don't gamble. Is my is my advice? <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> Don't gamble. But if you're going to, listen to me. <laughs> when do I tell you that we've got a gambling sponsor coming on the show? <laughs> gamble as much as you can. <laughs> bet, bet, bet. Nah. Um, all right. Well, anyway, so last week we recorded a uh, segment and we're plugging that into this week. So you and I are about to magically change clothes, JL. Well, can you can you edit it so like... You know, I do that with the other guys. Aaron does a click sometimes. All right. My click doesn't sound good today. Well, um... Alright, so yeah, alright. You wanna do the click? Alright, so we're about to change clothes and bring you a segment and the segment is a what was it? <laughs> it was the best starting five. Yeah, the right best now. Dra- a draft. And now Embiid's back now I look like an idiot. Yeah, I chose Embiid, didn't I? Yeah, and I happily was like, Oh, you take him, I don't want him. Yeah. He's, he's injured. Um now he's back. Best it was like a draft of the best players in, in the playoffs left. Anyway, alright, so give us give it to us. Ready? Yeah. I'm not. I wanna just enjoy this a bit longer. <laughs> alright, well while you do that uh, <laughs> if you're new to the show, hit that subscribe button and that notifications bell and yeah, JL give us a click. Three, two So this week we're doing so there was a few discussions going around the internet of who is actually the best player or players Left in the playoffs. So, you know, we Darvis thought... Davis We thought we'd go with DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> no, we thought we'd do a draft, a starting five each of the best players left in the playoffs. All right? So, what are we flipping? Papers is a rock. Papers is a rock. Best of one. Best of one. Uh, Papers is a rock. There you go. Got to go rock. All right, so... 
I'll start. You get pick one. Yep. I get picks two and three. Mm. You get four and five and so on. Yep. So the way I want us to both approach this is it's a very right now pick. And when I say right now, so you can pick someone who's injured. If So we discussed, of course, Joel before the show. If you think that Joel or Lowry, um, I don't think you, I, I'll let Milton be picked because... We already know he's out for the series. He's out for the series. He might not even come back. That's just like totally injured. Whereas right now, Joel, Lowry, um, you know, these types of players, they could come back next game and be ready, the mm. type of injuries. So we're factoring in their current injuries. Yeah. So hypothetically, Joel's- if I was going to pick Joel Embiid over DeAndre Jordan, yep. I would be saying arguably two games of Embiid would be more impactful than a full series of Jordan. <laughs> yes. But that's what I just that's the <laughs> argument though. Is like I'm taking the health. I know that he's not going to play for a bit. Yeah. But I think he's that good when he comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, with the mask. The phantom of the process. Love that. Name. I want I want the um the black carbon masks to come back that LeBron wore. Yeah. They were the fucking toughest things yeah. ever. Yeah. Kyrie uh, looked good in it. Kobe looked good in it. Bring it back. Yeah. Well, Joel when he wore one against who do you think? Miami. Sixes are just like a written book. We when he broke his other orbital bone and he came back in against Miami, and he had the mask on. Mm-hmm. It was black. He had like actually like a, a see through like yeah. Because you obviously see the eyes is yeah the, the argument yeah. Um, and he hated it. He hated that thing. Didn't he take it off early? He yeah. he hated it. He took it off and then I think Justice Winslow stepped on it or something like that. Um. So, anyway, I'm not going to cry. So, I've got the first pick yep. in the draft. I think it's pretty straightforward. I'm going to go for the best player, and that is DeAndre Jordan, center. Giannis <laughs> <laughs> Antetokounmpo at power forward. I'm going for the second pick then. Mm-hmm. Maybe controversial. I don't know. Oh, don't. Don't do this. I'm going Luka Doncic at power Oh. Guard. Wow, I had a scare there. Marcus Smart at point guard. <laughs> okay. So you've gone Luca as I go. Guard. Well, then I have to go center. Oh, no, no, sorry. It's your pick again. Yeah, I get back to back picks here. Oh, no. My next pick, I'm going at small forward, Jason Tatum. Of course you are. That was just like always coming. Yeah. I should have picked him second just to piss you off, knowing I had a third pick. At centre, I have Joel the process. Good. I didn't want I didn't want him. Phantom of the process. I just think if he only comes back and it's two nil, three nil down, mm. I don't think he's gonna make an impact. No, but I never said impact. I think we always get this jumbled up. It's not about impact, it's about who if you had to pick like you have to count him B with the mask. But if you had to pick all these guys for to play right now mm-hmm. in in like who they are right now, Joel with the thumb as well. Yeah. yeah. If they go into a seven-game series right now. Yes. And Embiid misses the first few. No. Isn't that what we said? No, 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 no. It's, it's Embiid right now. That is him right now. Him He's missing playing. the next few games. <laughs> no, I mean like him as a player. Oh, fuck, I don't want him anyway. Anyway, you don't want him anyway. Okay, so Embiid, and then I'll go. 
Point guard. You went Luca. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. go point guard Steph That's Curry. That's why I said might be controversial. Steph Curry. God, I'm winning this. Let us know whose team is better and who would win. Come on. Easy. My next pick. I'm going at shooting guard, Devin Booker. Wow. Okay. That's yours again, yeah? Yep. Then at center, mm. I'm going DeAndre <laughs> Ayton. <laughs> you're, going, you're going DeAndre Ayton, not Bam. Yep. Whoa, really? Okay. Because I know who I'm picking my other spot. Okay. Um, so now it's my turn for my last two. Mm-hmm. So for my shooting guard, I'm going the shit player of yesterday, Jay, uh, Jalen Brown. And I thought you'd pick him over Booker. Nah, not this series. Nah, okay. Um, and then at um, what haven't I picked? Small forward. Small forward. I have to go Jimmy Butler. Buckets, yeah. I have to go Jimmy Butler. And then power forward. Now this is one I wasn't sure about. There was two players when I was preparing for who I'd pick if you took Giannis first. But I'm going to go Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. The other one was going to be uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. He's yep. been playing very well. But I thought I wanted Aiton's offense and wanted his rebounding, which meant that's why I didn't take Bam because I wanted I could replace Bam's defense with Draymond's defense. And that's why okay. I wanted him. Ball handler. So you done? Yeah, that's me done. All right. So my team is at point guard, Stephen Curry. At shooting guard, I have Jalen Brown. Small forward, I have Jimmy Butler. Power forward, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And at centre, Joel the Process Embiid. Who's injured? Who's injured? But when he when he's comes back, Phantom. And I have a point guard, Luka Doncic. Shooting guard, Devin Booker. Small forward, Jason Tatum. Power forward, Draymond Green. And at centre, DeAndre Ayton. Wow. Well, that's our... So let us know in the comments below whose team would, whose team is better. Not, not would, would win. win. You can let us know that as well. Whose team would win, but whose team is better out of our starting fives that you're seeing down here? Mine. All right. Now oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we're, back to, we're back to present time. Can't but, believe I beat you in that. <laughs> Man, you looked good in that jacket. Mm. Um, that was so bad. Um, hope you enjoyed that segment. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, notifications, bell, and JL. I'll see you in conference finals. Are we saying that? No, not yet. Are you, well, Boston's making it. You'll see me in the conference finals. Oh, Boston's finals. making it. You'll you see were... me. I won't see you. Okay. Well, well, maybe we'll see each other on the couch. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Ah. Right. You're in hand. All right. We'll talk to you next week.